0: You are listening to Sex, Love, and Rock and Roll Radio. I am your host, Mo moshimi Ghosh. And this is actually a weekly show um, where we get real about sex. Callers can call in um, during, during the show if they want. The number to call in is 657 657- 383-1698 and we will try to take your call if we can um, you can also email your questions into me ahead of time or even during the show and if I can if I get a chance we'll try to get to it but my email address is mo at lasextherapist that's m-o-u at LA dot you can also find me on twitter and my handle on twitter is moshumi amore M O U S H U M I A M O U R. That's not long at all. Um, so this <laughs> week, this week I want to talk about virginity, and with me I've got the ever so lovely actor, author, and playwright Marnie Olson. Hi, Marnie. Hi.
1: Thanks for having so,
0: me. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. What's so? Tell us about your new book first. Um, I saw, I saw it, you were promoting it. It's called Grateful. Uh,
1: yeah, I just, uh, I just released it. It's available on Amazon. Um, if you search Marnie Olson, you can find it easier than if you search Grateful, because Grateful will just bring you to a lot of Grateful Dead stuff. Uh, they're mm-hmm. apparently a bigger oh. deal than I am. Um, <laughs> if you search Marnie Olson, you're gonna see either my book or also a, Playg- a Playboy calendar from 1998. That is not me. Um, the book is Grateful, and yeah, it's just it's a novel that I've been working on for four years. I'm super excited to have released it, and um, it's a psychological thriller. Um, kind of a, a woman's journey into um, some pretty dark places. Just a lot of bad things happen to her, and things get so bad that she's basically wishing for her own death. And there's a parallel mm-hmm. story of a serial killer who is searching for his version of love. And it's all just about the psychological dance of being careful what you draw to yourself. So, mm-hmm. Well, I love anyway, it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's available on Amazon, so definitely go buy it. I could use. So grateful, input. grateful
0: by Marnie grateful. Wilson. Everybody, check yes. it out.
1: Especially if you're into psychological thrillers,
0: it sounds like. Oh
1: yeah, it's very dark. Or if you're yeah, if you're into crime fiction, there's a detective in there. If you're into anything that's it's deeply psychological, it's kind of going inside everybody's head. So. Uh Uh huh.
0: Awesome. All right. So anyway, sort of reeling away from from that and getting into our topic for today, virginity.
1: Doesn't it seem like?
0: I loved it. I I was like, I sent Marnie a message and I was like, let's talk about virginity. And she's like, what's that?
1: (laughs) I haven't heard of that in a while. (laughs) I
0: haven't heard that word in a while. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get some questions. I recently got a question that was emailed in, and um, the woman asked, I just lost my virginity, and how come I don't feel like a woman? And I thought, well, this will be a great way to talk about this and other um, myths that we have around virginity and, and what it means in our society. And, you know, it's just something that we don't really address every day as sex therapists. I feel like for me we're always addressing like the super kinky stuff, you know, because people right. want to know more about like anal sex and, and anal fisting, for example, <laughs> as opposed to, right. talk about something like virginity. So, um, so I don't know. I mean, popping your cherry is fake. I, I assume most people know that and that the hymen will break and there will be blood is technically a myth mythology, American mythology, perhaps. I mean, what do you think about that? Do you have any,
1: well, you know, I wish somebody had told me that it was a myth. I, you know, I because, you know, I had heard it was sort of like virginity was just almost like an urban legend and my my upbringing was very very religious and, you know, pretty shame-based. So, you know, I had a lot of hang-ups of course about virginity, but I bought it. I thought, "Oh my gosh, you know, what's the deal? Where's the where's all that hymen situation?" Um, <gasps> Yeah, I don't – considering right. how how my, my experience was, and um, I was like, yeah, I just don't think I – I think I even read somewhere that some people don't even actually have one, that a hymen is something that doesn't even – like, some people, like, just – biologically there just isn't one. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm I'm no yeah. doctor.
0: I mean I mean but... think about it. It's it's just such a you know a random thing like a hymen like it breaks and then we then all this blood comes pouring out and now we're not no longer a virgin anymore. I mean right. it sounds
1: You've been kind of, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. It even sounds kind of um you know kind of ridiculous. But yeah, let's talk about the hymen. I mean, you know,
1: yeah, go ahead. I was just thinking that to me, like, I I really think, and not to get too heady with it, but honestly, I was thinking a lot about virginity. And it it really just kind of strikes me as a lot of this is just such a patriarchal structure. It was a way of controlling women, a way of making Uh sure that they were pure before they got married. You know, if you married a woman and she didn't have her hymen intact, you could reject her because she's a whore and she obviously, you know, already had sex. And it's also just very heteronormative anyway. It's it's always virginity is associated completely with penis and vagina sex, and for some uh-huh. people, that's not a sexual experience that they may ever have their whole lives. You know, if right. they don't identify as heterosexual or just don't even want to do, you know, that. It's like to me, it's just it's just another way to shame and control women, um, and and make it yeah. this overly sacred thing when and I'm not saying it's not a big deal to lose your virginity because sex is intimate and it can be a big deal but I think it's so much more about you know connecting with someone than it is about this mythical hymen you know, and you're like, that, like that woman was saying like oh and now I'm a real woman it's like what does that even mean what does that mean yeah so I'm gonna be a, a real victim. woman and never lose it you know <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, and that's that's really important too. It's like sex is different for women than it is for men, oftentimes. Um, obviously, not always, but um, and and if women tend to view it differently, then yeah, they should be more aware of who they're having sex with. But the actual like technical concept of a hymen, um, it's you know, it's nothing. It's not really as. It's far less exciting. than we as a society give it credit for, right? So technically, the hymen, which is also known as the corona, is just a thin membrane located at the opening of the vagina. So you can even see it probably, you know, just grab a hand mirror and go take a look down there. And there it is. And contrary to popular belief, it isn't located inside of the vagina, nor does it cover the vagina. And in fact, it's different for everybody. Like, for some women, basically, it's a membrane that stretches. So some women might actually bleed when there's penetration involved, even if it's like, especially penetration. Um, and that bleeding might not happen every single time, it, or it right. might happen every single time for the rest of their life, you know what I mean? So right. um, it's technically not a marker for um, how wholesome or not that woman is, because you can, you can right. never know. You know, yeah, and you so, can break
1: it, you know, the whole, like, you can break it horseback riding or putting right, a tampon right. in wonky or something, you know, I mean, right. I still struggle with how the hell I'm supposed to put a tampon in, I still, I'm 45 years old, and I, I fuck it up still, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, right, so, so, you know, and then, and then, you know, if you think about it, it logically, too, like, it's supposed to um, protect you from, from something, you know, and, and it's not really a protective layer it's just right um it's just part of the way that we were an inadequ- and that and anatomically protecting
1: you from like an evil penis <laughs> right <laughs> okay yeah
0: you know and the average age of first sexual intercourse among american women is 17 but the average age of their first experience of menstruation is 12 or 13 right so if there were in fact a layer of skin covering the opening of the vagina that couldn't be broken or popped until first intercourse, how would young women experience menstruation?
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like it would just you you would just be filled up with blood, I guess, <laughs> until you exploded. Yeah. It's got to yeah. come out somehow.
0: <laughs> right. Right. So, and I I think the other thing that this the you know, this question is I don't feel like a woman or whatever or whatever the question said. Let me look at it again. But but I think that there's a myth that yeah, so she says, I just lost my virginity. How come I don't feel like a woman? Well, we've got this whole
1: idea that the power of penetration and intercourse with right. man with a people yeah, woman is, is supposed is supposed to be bestowed upon you by some man, which again is just this is a patriarchal structure that I just can't stand that. It's like right you know you can it's it is it's just putting all the power in, in the hands of the man and i'm not trying to criticize this woman at all but i understand like that's so deeply embedded in us that a man right. is going to somehow bestow our womanness upon us right and we right need men for that yeah you can go your it's whole important. life and not have sex with a man and be a woman so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah and so does you know and that that brings up the topic of lesbian sex i mean so are these you know are these women virgins you know, are you a 45 year old woman who's had, you know, you know, 50 million partners and they all happen to be other women. So does that make you a virgin? You know? No, it's right. it
1: kind of silly to be like, oh, I'm a virgin because I didn't have a penis. And there's even, <laughs> you know, lesbians who don't do any kind of penetration that, you know, the sex that they have is the sex that they have. But, you know, I've known women that were just like, yeah, I'm not into having any kind of penetration. But it's like to call them virgins when they're definitely sexually active is kind of ridiculous. It sounds bizarre and, to
0: me, yeah.
1: And then with gay I can, men too, it's like when you talk about male virginity, it's like, does that mean you have to put your penis inside of something? And then what, is, what are you putting it inside of that qualifies you as no longer a virgin? you know, is it only putting it inside of vagina? Is it putting it in, in an ass? Is that, you know, or having your own ass penetrated? Is there, is there anal virginity, which is a separate thing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) No, there totally
0: is. There totally is. It's the same concept. Like you've never been touched by that area has never been touched by a penis, which is really what virginity symbolizes, which, you know, it's like, but we, we, it, it's not even about that. That's fine. You know, if everybody wants to have this list label called virgin, virgin means you've never been touched by a penis. I'm fine with that. But we really put so much importance on it. I mean, not so much today, but in times past, not too far long past, I can even remember growing up as a child in the 70s, where it, you were expected in some, in some religions to be a virgin until you were married. Right. You oh, know? yeah, Absolutely. That, I was. I was not that old. That.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Right. Um, and maybe, and I'm sure there are still lots of religions and and groups of people that still expect that of their of their child. Um, I remember there were these rumors about girls that would like give blowjobs or have anal sex so that they could maintain their virginity for their wedding
1: night. Right, which is so crazy. It's so crazy to me that it's like, oh, well, just get, you know, just take it up the butt and then you're still a virgin. You're good. Right. It's so, it's so baffling to me. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. I'm like. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But, but the
0: thing about it is that was, is really poignant, Marnie, is that at the beginning of the show, you're like, I wish someone had told me. Right. You know, that it was, that this is like some BS myth, you know, and so sex is really at the end of the day, what is enjoyable to you and you get to define what it means to you. If you want to hold on to this whole idea of virginity, I just think that it, 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 um, it lends, it lends to like a lot of expectation about the first time you have sex. Like for example, like our writer, our, our question for today who writes in and says, I don't feel like a woman, you know, it lends. Um, I think that, being, you you know, like, if you want to save yourself for someone that you love, I think that is perfectly okay. If you want Mm -hmm. to save, you know, like, save that experience for something that means meaning that's a little bit more meaningful to you, that's fine. I just feel like this whole concept of virginity um, is going to it makes things hard for people their first time. They have a lot of expectations of it. that It's going to like mean something more than it needs to. It's going to turn them into a woman. It's going to um, impact them in a way that, you know, might be not, might, might not be realistic basically.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's like this pressure that, you know, you're going to lose your virginity and there's going to be rose petals everywhere and you're going to blossom into your womanhood and it's strange, too, because there's this pressure to, to maintain your virginity until it's perfect and it's right and it's exactly the right person. And that puts a lot of pressure right. on whatever that relationship is. And if that relationship doesn't go well, then it's like, you know, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then there's also this other pressure, too, that I've heard, you know, that after a certain age, well, you better lose that virginity because now you're just a weirdo. You know, you better lose Boom. that virginity because if you wait until you're 40 and then you lose your virginity, you're going to go crazy you're going to go insane. Like, and I've actually heard people say this, like, you know, especially for women, the 40 year old virgins. Right. Right. It's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta unload this. It's this, you know, albatross that I got to unload. And now you're a total freak if you don't lose it. And it's, it's just a ton of pressure. Right. Right. Kind of an arbitrary thing that I think, I mean, it's not totally arbitrary, but I I just think that it's just putting so much pressure on it. Um, Mm To usher in this new era of your life or whatever is is just a bit much.
0: Right. Well, I I remember, actually, this brings up another question that I think I got some time ago, um, and it was a young woman who had written in, and she was ready to have sex with this guy that she formerly had, had dated. It wasn't even a guy she was seeing. Um, at that time, and she had asked her friends, hey, should I, you know, should I lose my, you know, lose my virginity to this guy? Um, and the, the resounding information she got from people was, no, it should be special. And, and people were telling her not to. And, you know, it's kind of like this, why does sex have to be special for women? Why can men just go and have, like, unspecial sex? Well, women, it needs
1: <laughs> yeah. to be special, right? Because that goes down the whole double standard road, which is probably like fifty episodes of that. You know, there's so much to cover there. But, but there is virginity is such a bigger deal. It's so much more of a big deal for women, you know, in our culture. And yeah, it's like for men, it's like, oh, it's it's also like it's a good thing. Go out there and you know, and, yeah, you know. Pop that cherry, lose that virginity or whatever, be a man. And for women, it's just like we're supposed to make every sexual encounter so special so that we're not sluts and whores. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, men don't have that, that pressure at all. And it is kind of ridiculous, but it's still, I mean, with 2016 and women are still being told that we're supposed to hold out. We're always supposed to hold out. And it's every dating advice is don't, don't give up the goods too quickly. It's this sacred thing and you got to hang on to it because it's, you know, it's so important that it be special because if you have not special sex, you're just a slut. Right.
0: Right. And, and slut sex is, is not fun and is not important apparently, I guess. Right.
1: I guess. I mean, it's, it's bad (laughs) and terrible and, you know, being a slut is just, it's so terrible. Yeah. It's just like the worst thing. And, I, you know, I'm just, I don't even really believe in slut. I don't even believe that it's a real thing. It's just, it's a, just a shaming word. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. But what if you, and this this has come up for me in my perso- personal life, because I use that word positively. You know, I, I, I remember right. I commented to a friend, I said that she was sledding around and she took it really offensively. And I, and I understand why she would, but I almost was like, well, you know, that I, I think of it as a positive term, um, and right. uh, you know, but, but she didn't see it that way. So I guess you know maybe we can you know talk about that for a second. Like, if as a feminist, as a you know a sexually empowered woman, do we embrace the word slut, or is the whole word does that have to be thrown out with the bathwater because of the connotations around it?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think, again, it's just that thing like you can say it to one person and they're they don't they're fine with it and maybe even empowered by it. And another person is not. So it's really hard for me to say this is how we should do it, because I don't really like as a feminist. I don't really want to tell all women how they should feel. You know, like I personally hate being catcalled, but I know a lot of women are like, hey, I'm a feminist and I don't mind it at all. I can't stand it, but it's not my place to tell other, some other woman how she feels about it. So if some woman says to me, Ooh, I don't like being called a slut. Yeah. I do think that's a lot of internalized misogyny, but it's also not my place to tell someone how to feel, you know? Right.
0: Right. It's kind of like we get to choose how we identify ourselves and right. Um, I just I take it a little offensive if someone doesn't embrace the word slut and I think the reason is it's like well you should embrace your sexuality and when if you if you think that me call saying that you were sledding around me maybe there's something about the fact that you feel bad that you were having sex however many people or something like that you know I right. think that
1: and and and
0: in my opinion too, slutting around is something that we do in certain points in our in our dating life, you know, sometimes we're totally monogamous with one person. And that is not considered sledding around. Although in my opinion, you could be sledding around with your partner. You Um, you could be, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, it's, it's come to mean that you have, you have several partners that you're not attached to. Right. And that is a bad thing. And I guess for me, it's like, I don't want that to be a bad thing. I don't think that should be a bad thing.
1: You know? Yeah, I don't think it should be either, but sometimes a woman can, you know, I've had women say something to me, and and obviously in a very self-disparaging way, like, oh gosh, I'm a slut, and and feeling bad, because usually it's because some man rejected them, because they feel like, you know, oh, I was was too easy, I gave it up too easy, and now he doesn't want to be with me, he rejected Uh me for some, quote, good girl, and so they're putting slut on themselves, like it's this bad thing, which again is just this, like, you know, this internalized hatred of women who are free with their sexuality. And that's mm-hmm. the point where I've, I'm like, you don't, like, don't to call yourself a slut in a negative way. That's mm-hmm. where I have a hard time. It's like, I don't like to hear women do that, to use it as, a, as an insult for themselves. Because I right. just don't, I agree with you that it's not an insult. But I also think that the word itself has all these connotations. It's just like, for me, I go back to high school. I go back to that, like, finding out I was a slut when I was still... A virgin, you know, it's like, oh, I heard all these rumors about what a slut I was. It was really just a way to put me down. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she's just a slut, you know, because mm-hmm. that's how you mm-hmm. put women down. It is
0: exactly how you put women down. Like, for, she doesn't have enough self-respect to find someone, or she right. she can't find someone, so she has to slut around, or she's she's slutting around because she doesn't know how else to to right. you know get what she wants. There's never a positive connotation. About a woman freely enjoying her sexuality:
1: Right, there's always some way to put her down or insult her because you know absolutely, what, absolutely. You know.
0: Yeah, so I think in conclusion, I think you know for our, our question of the day, um, the reason you don't feel like a woman is because losing your virginity is sort of like a social construct. It's not a real um, there, it's not a real thing, and sex in fact, gets better. As you get older, as you continue to do it, as you find partners that um, connect with you better, um, that you connect with better, or that you find more physically attractive, or whatever chemistry that you Mm -hmm. have with them, or the more comfortable you become with your own body, Um, and sometimes sex will be great, sometimes sex will suck, you know, and there's no, it's you know, just because you lose your virginity doesn't make mean that you're going to always have great sex and just because you're in a relationship too you know this is a side note doesn't always mean you're going to have great sex and just because you're the best lover with one person doesn't mean you're all going to be the best lover with all partners so
1: yeah I mean so much of it is chemistry and attraction and connection and all of that
0: yeah and constantly changing and ebbing and flowing and um you know every partner is going to be different and you're going to enjoy it with some people and not care for it so much with some people, you know, you, you just never know, you know? So your first yeah. time could be with, your first time is more like, you know, like, hmm, what's this all about? But, right. And honestly,
1: for a lot of women, myself included, it's incredibly uh, too. So to put all this, like the first time is this big deal you know, for some, for many women, it can just be very painful. It's not some great experience. Yeah, that's true. It hurts. That's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and I, and I also want to add, I don't want to even discount this because we need to mention it. Sex is not a, just about, you know, vagina penis penetration. It, there's so right. many different aspects to it. Like we were saying, anal sex, oral yeah. sex, kissing, Um, you know, just being, you know, you know, using your hands, just being um, intimate with somebody, you know, being naked or something like that right um, can be, you know, very sexy and very arousing. So um, don't hold out for that, you know, for that moment of, you know, vaginal penis penetration, because there's a lot of fun to be had around it. And just because you do it doesn't mean you've reached some great, you know, achievement or some great marker in your life. It's mm-hmm. one of the many types of desserts out there
1: right and I think too putting a lot of pressure on waiting for that someone special can end up being a huge disappointment if that person turns out to disappoint you um which happens a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) it can it it can be a huge letdown it's like you know oh man I thought this guy was it i lost my virginity
0: to him and he's terrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh and God, turned he turned out he was a douchebag, and he was just <laughs> manipulating me. He was like some asshole like Justin, you know, and you're like, Oh man, I held out for that. That was such a stupid mistake. <laughs> racist misogynist who is yeah, clearly exactly. unhappy with, them,
0: with themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times that is part of the lesson of life is you got to go through some, you know, crappy lovers and partners and you know, people that maybe necessarily aren't assholes or, you know, you know, losers or whatever. They're just not compatible with you for whatever reason. Um, Right. It's just disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it is disappointing. So yeah, I think the the bottom line of this episode is to um, just um, go with the flow and do what you enjoy and do what feels good. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a lot of pressure on that specific act because there are a million acts that are, are out there sexually that are going to make you feel, feel good and, or not. And there's, there's no such thing as, as virginity. It's a social construct. Um, Right. You know, right. I agree completely.
1: (laughs) I absolutely do. I'm like, the more I think about it, I'm like, it's kind of, and I, again, like, I I don't want to discount it For people who, you know, are holding on to something for like deeply profound spiritual reasons or whatever. But I do think that, you know, we could, we could ease up some of that pressure on, on ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Well said. Absolutely. You get a sacred flower. (laughs) <laughs> they can only be they can only be gently opened by the right man, you know and you're That's still a sacred
0: place. flower at you know at, <laughs> at forty five so
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I'm a sacred flower, a big fat one apparently
0: <laughs> right the fat the 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 bigger the better Our, yeah. all right, Marnie well, thanks so much for today um so where can people find you, marnie Damn.
1: Oh, you can, uh, you can find me on, uh, on Twitter at Marnie Olson,
0: and um,
1: oh, I will also be soon having a, a website up any minute now, MarnieOlson.com, but that's under construction.
0: Awesome, and I can be found at LASExTherapist.com, and we will talk to you next week.
1: All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye, everybody.